Welcome to Megan Meets, a podcast hosted by me, Megan Scully, in association with Salt Float and Recovery Suites. Ireland's first dedicated natural health spa, offering flotation therapy, infrared and traditional Finnish saunas, contrast therapy, and no contact compression massage and more. Salt is located two minutes from the M6 motorway on the outskirts of Galway City, and they stock a wide range of Irish health and wellness products. Take time to look after you this year at Salt, experts in holistic wellness. Keep listening for special offer at the end. In the first series, I'll be exploring health and wellness and each guest will be chatting to me about the work they do. You'll learn more about alternative healing methods, health, happiness, and so much more. Get involved by using the hashtag MeganMeets. Hit subscribe and share the love with friends and family or those who you feel could benefit from the health and wellness topics and methods discussed. Well, the f- moment has finally arrived. We're finally here. Steve Crosby of Fod Seal Saunas. You're very welcome to Megan Meets. Uh, thank you so much to have me, Megan. Delighted to finally get our stars aligned and get this uh, podcast done. <laughs> we actually, I'll have to tell the story. It was, I think we've been in conversation now, I'd say. I've got to say, I was going to say a couple of weeks, but this stage it could be a couple of months. And we've been planning this for so long. The plan was to do it in the sauna. Then both of us were just, as you said, the stars just never aligned. And then there it was. This morning, Steve, you free this week. Yeah, I'm free in half an hour. Let's do it. And here we are. Had to happen. Had to happen. Before we get into the Fodseal saunas, tell us who's Steve. Where are you from? Tell us a bit about yourself, a bit of background. We're originally from Cork, uh, my family. I moved up to Dublin when we were about four. Uh, played a bit of rugby with the local team there, Delisal Parmesan. Rugby is a big part of my family and my life. And then uh, ended up going to a school out in Wicklow, St. Charles and Bray. Had some great years and then managed to earn myself a, a academy spot in Leinster for uh, rugby as well after our school campaign. So that was amazing. Boyhood dream. So then not getting to uh, secure my uh, senior contracts with them. And then I managed to go over and explore over to New Zealand uh, mm-hmm. to play semi-professional down there with another friend, uh, Gavin Thornbury, uh, in a place called Wanganui. Um, and that was an amazing experience, which was kind of short-lived, unfortunately, uh, but then also on the basis of an amazing opportunity for getting signed for Munster for three months uh, on a short-term deal. Um, and then the timing, again, was just quite off with that. Uh, just God bless him. Uh, Auntie Foley passed away after about two weeks of my arrival. Uh, and then I my, my contract kind of ran up then, and then I ended up getting over at West. So I went to Connacht then for two seasons. Uh, and just, uh, I suppose, the concept and the reason why the business happened was um, even though I had come back from New Zealand, I'd written down very specific goals. Only for that, I'd still be chasing the egg around the place, I've no doubt. Um, and I was just kind of saying to myself, I've got to think long term, got to think of life after rugby. And uh, I suppose I wrote down everything that I liked about it and wanted to keep embedded in my lifestyle. And that was the the recovery aspect of it so like nobody doesn't not like feeling good and I was just so blessed that it was a very prevalent part of the week and a massive part of the routine so I just wanted to try and keep that up because like how am I gonna how am I gonna make this a very uh, definite part of my week and my life and that's how it kind of snowballs to where we are. I want to talk a bit though about um, rugby so you know you I guess experience the highs and the lows as you said I think every young 
person that steps out onto a rugby field, every guy and girl, they dream of pulling on that jersey, whether it's the blue, the green, the red, the white, <laughs> or of course the, the green for Ireland. Um, like, you know, as growing up there when you first started playing rugby, was, was Leinster always the dream? Uh, actually, hilariously enough, no. Uh, we were diehard Munster fans. Like, <laughs> I mean, embedded, like as in, we wore a Munster shirt to school. We were in the wow. final, uh, we were at the final in 2006 over in the Millennium Stadium. And, you know, even when uh, I did manage to get picked for these underage teams with Leinster, my father couldn't even uh, cheer for me. He was like, come on, 18s. Like he couldn't, he couldn't say Leinster. But then, you know, obviously it becomes uh, a a business and a job and uh and obviously Leinster are just very prevalently uh at the top of our game at the moment so I was delighted to get to that standard and uh that was always the goal to play for them when I was in the kind of Leinster accolades but I suppose the supporter in me was uh was Munster. And what year were you in Connacht? 2017. What year did yeah. they win the Pro 12? I was, th- was 16 or no or 15. Was 16 or 15 yeah 15. what was it like then going into because i know obviously everyone you know leinster have all the the awards to go with the to back up their their success um i am from gaul originally so connacht would be my original team and uh, i was over at the pro 12 at the time and obviously connacht were the underdogs no one ever expects them to win anything they were always kind of just always kind of feel like the forgotten province and then suddenly they went out that day and they absolutely played what i can only describe as one of the best rugby games i've ever seen and um you know, the lift it gave to Connacht and to Galway and to the West of Ireland that time was phenomenal because now rugby has really catapulted. So what was it like then joining a team that have suddenly just gone from like maybe barely being talked about to suddenly, you know, everyone just, everyone talking about them? Yeah, I suppose like that, it wasn't just the the final where they clicked. I mean, they were, they were so good and so consistent. And I suppose that was the difference between that Connacht uh, squad and any other previous Connacht squad as uh, that it was the consistency of their performance that uh, they just knew their structure and their processes inside out kudos to Pat Lamb and uh, Connacht Phelps as well who just was able to get the, the structures in place and Nigel Carr and Jimmy Duffy all all the guys that I managed to be so lucky to work with as well um, and it was just a full squad buy-in and uh, they completely flipped reverse what they usually did had a lot more structure a good fixed game plan but unfortunately then everybody kind of copped on when Connacht were out of the long grass and everybody did their homework and their due diligence on them and then they just weren't able to create and adapt a more consistent game plan so um, it's it was unbelievable to come in off the back of their successes because there's a real belief in their ability because they, they, they beat the top dogs there wasn't anybody they weren't able to conquer uh so it was it was a great few seasons for me like it was like connacht is such a special place in my heart like i love it it's so, funny anyone that's played with connacht they always say that like no matter how long they spent where they spent a couple of months couple of years every player no matter what corner of the world they're from they'll always say about connacht and i think it's just because galway is just a big town so you're literally living in a, in a small town and you kind of know everyone um, and yeah, but yeah. you know then you have then you obviously come into monster for a little while um how's your dad with that news <laughs> well like yeah, it was a strange time, um, as I said, <clears throat> just a tough environment to kind of be in when, you know, like, at the end of the day, like you're coming into this as a, as a foreigner effectively and um, you, you, you're trying to always think the bigger picture and always thinking about the team. Uh, so 
it was very difficult for me to get involved or feel like I was involved. Of course, everybody was very like open and great. And um, you just, I just never felt comfortable uh, there. I just never got to get a bit of a, a nesting period, let's say. And, um, and you know what, like I said, it's, not, it's irrelevant, like in comparison to the, to the great picture. Uh, I still made a lot of great friends there and still talk to a lot and great, great time there. Um, but I just never, I just feel like I never really got into my mojo down there. Um, and do you know what? Like as a big believer of everything happens for a reason because uh, it would never have brought me out west and it never would have brought me to this. And uh, I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so glad that like I can look back at my rugby career now uh, with pride because it took me a long time to actually get there. Um, but that comes with a lot of self-reflection and a lot of, uh, you know, checking in and making sure that you're all right and that you can, look at it and speak to people who can help you that way so uh but yeah monster again like what a great club like such pride such history uh an emotional attachment there for me as well so um just so glad to be a part of these environments and like yeah. how my experiences from it like and getting getting to look in is just the, the coolest thing alive so and of course new zealand as well which is a fantastic place so like that you know that's a great thing i think about rugby and i always say that people say um ask me like why, why are you such a big fan of rugby and i was like because it's so much fun but as well you get to travel the world with it. even as a, as a spectator and a fan like i've gotten to go around the world to rugby matches and i was like it's just the best feeling ever being able to get on a plane and go and meet all like your your fellow fans and meet the players over there like i was like there's actually nothing better than it Steve, want to, to, to move on a little bit now and um, yeah. um, want to talk about Fod Seal Saunas. So um, you mentioned there, it was a couple of years ago, you set up, you came out, out of rugby, you needed another plan. Um, and I think that's great because I think, you know, some people can get stuck in the that, that professional sports and kind of forget that sometimes, you know, you do need another plan because unfortunately the way sport is, it can be quite cruel. Some people to retire early, it doesn't go mm. as long as you might want. And also there is a, a, a shelf life for it because obviously you're putting your body through so much. You mentioned yeah. a while ago that recovery was always a huge part of your rugby life, which I, I guess, you know, that's probably the side which we, the fans, don't see. We just see, we see the pitch and we see the matches and we maybe necessarily don't see what goes on behind the scenes. Um, yeah. So bring us back then to when you sign, finally decided Fod Seal Saunas, this is, this is what I want to do. Yeah, um, I suppose from being exposed to many different environments, uh, you know, there's always overlapping things, <clears throat> what that teams are doing, and there's always like people trying to get one up and doing doing the new kind of trending thing as well. But the thing that was always kind of cars was always overlapping with sauna use. Um, now the science and research wasn't really there at the time. Well, it was always there, but it wasn't like heavily produced with really good backed research studies like it is now. Um, but I was always a sea swimmer. Uh, sea swim has always been in my life, uh, my family as well, like thrown in since I was about four years of age down in Cork and Kinsale where my grandmother used to swim. And um, everywhere I went as well, wherever I went in the world swimming, I was like, I need to go for a swim, I need to go for a dip or like just a kind of sense of like escaping and kind of resetting and restarting and loving the cold shock and, you know, giving out about it as well. And it's not like, I'm oblivious to how cold and how tough it can be. And I was always trying to get people to come swim with me and stuff like that. Um, and I suppose I always had a reason. I always had a why because of recovery. And it was just really intriguing for me to understand like why people couldn't overcome this barrier or this fear or this terrible experience that they might've had with the cold sea at one stage. 
and it just got me intrigued like it got me thinking god like could you like how can you get somebody to actually just do it like and uh it was always just like heat or whatever so like isn't like you know look we'll go for a dip and we'll go for a coffee afterwards whatever like all right grand and like that was that would entice a few people and when you kind of disguise the the tough activity and highlight a reward seemed to be where you're getting somewhere with people and then when I was in Galway uh, I used to live out in Barna so would would drive past Salt Hill Diving Board that was my swimming spot and uh, I would normally go and then go to the local uh, gym then to jump into the sauna afterwards uh, with one of the buddies uh, Jared who's involved in the company and uh, it was just an unbelievable feeling and then I was just like could you imagine if you could just like eliminate this like 10 minutes of shivering and shattering in the car and it was just instant like and yeah that was kind of just like I'm a bit of a I don't know I'm a bit pig-headed when it comes to like wanting to find out something so like it's like a dog with a bone then when it came to it and when I knew that I wasn't gonna continue rugby I decided to go back to college um finish my degree in sports and exercise management and use the research project element of that um course to do it on sauna health benefits so um just I suppose like had the vision and just needed to like I'm quite you know second always mad ideas going on in my head but I just never actually put it to paper so I needed like the guidance and the mentoring and the just the structure get a few frameworks and like put a bit of polish to the idea I suppose and create the vision I suppose and that was that was it then so um looking at the barriers how do you start this there's nothing like this in Ireland um very few anywhere really the kind of model that we were trying to do at the time and it's amazing to see now how many is there now it's incredible um and you know the goal here is to make this a standard beachside location like as in as well as a changing facility a shelter and a sauna at any beach and cold water showers they should be at every single beach in our country considering the coastlines we have the outdoor kind of uh, promotion that we now are going to see post-covid which we need to try and promote as much as possible and yeah so that was it and um so we got a shot in 2019 up in the 40 foot we launched it with Ironman uh 70.3 Dunleary and that was incredible we got to see these amazing athletes come use our facility uh just on their wind down before mm. the big race um and then post race as well and then we opened up to the public that, that weekend of and just snowball from there uh we ended up getting booked to go to the electric picnic which is incredible uh we had like artists come in and use it um and there's a few embarrassing stories there of me not knowing certain artists but <laughs> just bypass that <laughs> but i'll get called out on that no doubt uh for the few who know uh and then go on who's yeah, who's we- who's who's the go on give us one of them who's one you didn't know uh, no it's it's actually it's terrible i suppose uh, basically I was terrified setting up everything, the unknown, not knowing what's going on in full sales pitch mode to anybody who came near me. I was like, hi, we're Fodsell Saunas and we're Ireland's first professional mobile sauna service company and blah, blah, blah. And then you just have this girl just being like, oh, that's really cool. That's unreal. And then I was like, yeah. And you come in and you do 10, 15 minutes and into the cold and then back in again and you're getting all these triggering endorphins and things and it's like oh no way and then you just hear like their manager screaming out just being like come on video we gotta go and then my girlfriend comes around the corner and she's like you have no idea who you're talking to do you? and I was like no I was like shut up I'm trying to stoke the fire and she's like 
You were just talking to Billy Eilish there. Oh. <laughs> chronic, chronic. Um, but she was too young anyway to go to the stars. It's fine. It's very oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. That's a great story. That is a, do you know what? That is one that I think you'll have to tell again in the end because that is just super. It's funny. I remember I actually went to Billy Eilish's set that year and I could not get over the crowds. I remember trying to get from my campsite into the main stage where she was. And yeah. I was like, first of all, I was like, we're going to miss her because it's it was so busy that it was just, we were at a standstill. And then we eventually got in there and I was like to my friend and I was like, oh my God, it's like, this is so busy. It's chaotic. I was like, I've never seen so many people in one place just to see one girl. And as you said, she was so young at the time and it was incredible. And then, um, yeah, I can't remember, I'm trying to remember now insane what color hair she had. An insane year for electric picnic like it's i can't wait for uh more to come back like i think everybody is dying to get back to that place it's just literally the best festival country, oh so. festival season is back with a bang steve i want to talk though a bit there now you, you did mention you kicked it off in 2019 in Dunleary yeah. in the 40 foot and i think that this is um i think i've known about fodseal since probably back then because actually um any of the guys i know from rugby world or sports world where I've all been, I know, sharing Fodseal as well. I think that's when I first started seeing it. Um, but for someone who set up this new business, I'm sure, as you said, you were the sales pitch going, you'd like, you know, fire in your belly because now you're doing something that you loved and something you're really passionate about. You found kind of a, a niche in the market as well. And as you said, getting people into the water, out into nature, but then rewarding them with the heat because I know I'm the same. I like love my heat after the cold. Um, yeah. But things weren't as smooth sailing in the 40 foot. Can no. you tell us more? Uh, I, I, I don't think anything is when you're starting a business yeah. as well. Uh, but uh, I suppose like we, we got our shot, which uh, again is another bizarre story, but like we'll, we'll, uh, that's another time. But like we got to go to actually operate our services at limited days and limited times. Um, and it was just the only reason why we did is because we were just showing and proving that it was just enhancing what was already going on and enhancing lifestyle choices as well. And enhancing healthy activities um, and I suppose we like you know we were allowed to operate from Wednesday to the Sunday but midweek we were only allowed to go from 6am until 11am uh, and then weekends 8am until 4. Uh, so like on paper it seems like why the hell would I even bother but uh, I was just so tunnel visioned in what I'd done research wise and so confident in what we were going to do now don't get me wrong like not oblivious um it wasn't just like i had this gut feeling like it was backed up with research and with you know just looking at the trends and what was going on and there's people who i'd never seen going swimming before in my life were coming down looking to go for a swim with me and stuff and we we had a swim club going and every friday morning we would go for a sunrise swim and if you told me that you were coming down we'd give you a cup of coffee to reward coming for the swim we ended up having like 67 people 60 or 70 people coming down for dips in the morning and stuff like that it was chaotic it, like it was ridiculous um and then uh i was like well if you're coming down for a cup of coffee wait to see what the actual plan is here now to like get you into the sea and then the sauna came and we were flying it was fantastic I, like welcomed wholeheartedly by the entire community uh Dunleary's my swimming spot as well my local swimming spot um and it was insane just to actually see not only people use the thing but like the community element of it because when you're a sea swimmer and like you have quite a regular routine you see the same faces all the time and the same one-liners come out and it's like oh it's just lovely and warm today or it's tropical today isn't it and like just people lying to each other basically and how lovely it is but like it is obviously amazing um and 
it was amazing to see how they never continued on that conversation until they went in and shared the song at the same time. Now all booked separately, but then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, Megan, my name is, oh, sorry, by the way, my name is Steve. And it gave me and you an opportunity, say hypothetically, to actually like engage in a bit more. And you know, this person shares this interest with me. We must be somewhat like-minded. And then it's just an open floor for conversation. And you're kind of, you're at your most vulnerable when you're in your togs anyway. Everybody kind of <laughs> knows that. So it's a really comforting feeling at going like, right, nothing else can happen here. I've gone this far with the conversation now. I'm going to open up to this person here. And the first thing that comes to your head inside that hot room normally is what comes out of your mouth. So it's an amazing conversation half the time. It's great fun. Like once you just let your guard down and open up to who you're sharing this experience with. And it was just an amazing community building aspect of it. But then COVID hit. Um, so pre-COVID, we managed to see great success. And then we managed to open up a second studio at the back of a cafe, um, Sandy Cove Stornyard was called. And that was an amazing experience as well. Um, but again, just uh, the timing of everything with COVID, just we were the first business to close kind of thing, uh, just with the uncertainty of what was going on. Mm. So, um, you know, in the middle of finishing college, business closing, rugby's gone, like gone from spinning seven plates to nothing. Um, and myself and my girlfriend escaped down to the hinge then just to kind of get away from a bit and, and do the lockdown down there. And uh, I finished off my degree down there and just was kind of like in touch with, um, I was very down, I was very kind of like, oh, this is devastating now. Like, what the hell am I going to do? How are we actually going to even attempt to keep this open? Like, we're we're a Vista experience. Like you need to be at our thing. Like that's our, that's our brand. That's our service. And then just talking to different mentors, Kate Hickey, who I can't speak higher enough of from the local enterprise office. She got the uh, unfortunate task of having to mentor me and like me burn her ear throughout lockdown, but just giving me simple tips to kind of just keep going and keep the faith and like understand that like, you've got a community there to work with. Like this is where you can, you know, try and keep in touch with them by uh, establishing yourself with different brands and different like kind of uh, products as well that like go with your brand. So this is where like we have recovery sliders coming in called UFOs. And then we have the towelies, the acupressure mats um, and much more to kind of come and fleeces and stuff like that. All kind of like that, I suppose, highlight the experience the activity. And only for her was I not, was I going to just like, finished my degree and kind of got oh look that was good crack even though I had like five years of you know long-term plans and stuff done but just so down and out but then um yeah we used COVID as a time to kind of go right if you're going to do it again you're going to do it you're either going to do it again or you're going to close it up and um so went for it and the long-term concept was to convert a shipping container into a sauna for like a sustainability purpose and repurposing different things and uh that was probably the best thing that I've ever done in my life for like uh, the second lockdown we got to build a container uh, and like come like let this vision come now I am literally the worst like I couldn't even start a fire before this business happened <laughs> I, without, without a remote like I'm like the, le the least handyman you'd ever meet like if you'd seen Clarkson's Farms like I was Jeremy like in comparison <laughs> to everybody uh, who actually knows what they're doing um and it was just unbelievable learnings and so cool to actually see your vision kind of come through like it did the first time with the, with the mobile part, but this is the long-term plan. And this is where I'm getting really excited now where we're coming out of lockdown and we're just trying to promote and enhance 
everything that's already there and make it community focused, providing local job opportunities and making sure that it is community ran because that's the only way these things will work because it's all about the community aspect of it. Probably should have asked a while back is um you mentioned that you did the 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 research on saunas for your degree and I I love a sauna and I say I love getting into it especially because the the heat and just obviously heats you up and your bones and everything it's just lovely um but what are the actual benefits of a sauna bar getting hot again because that's pretty much all I know. Stop. Um, I mean, like I always struggle to answer this because there's so many different levels of like what kind of jargon you can go into, but. Um, just like key headings, I suppose, like you're, you're heating your body up is very good for you from an immunological perspective, like from building your defense system um, and also like contracting or contrasting, like making your, making your blood vessels contract and dilate as well. Very good for your blood system, for your circularity system, heat stress, unbelievable sweat therapy. Uh, there's many studies showing many different things of like mental health uh, perspectives, physical health, um, like even one use of a sauna as an example, a 20 minute sauna over 78 degrees Celsius can show to decrease uh, depressive symptoms within one use. Again, I'm not saying it cures everything, but there yeah. are like longitudinal studies out there. And again, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so I'll never claim these things. I will happily communicate and educate it though and tell people about these places. And that's what we kind of do. Our slogan is communicate, educate, and inspire people about the powers of the sauna. Um, so we kind of have started doing that now with little did you know videos and like small little snippets just to kind of go, oh, that's cool. That's a little nugget of information there because I'm a salmon of knowledge. I love useless facts. Um, you know, even listen to if you are very interested in it, like the kind of leaders of this, there's uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, uh, Dr. Susanna Soberg and uh, the Huberman Lab podcast as well. They're like our go to's, like if you want to get specific about all that and learn the terminologies of it. I'm just very cautious of doing it because I'm not the I'm not yeah. the profession, uh, a professional to do it. So I just very much like like to headline it, I suppose. So like. The, the contrasting element is the key benefit from it. Like, so the hot is great, uh, but it can be way better when you contrast it with the cold. Having the two, so one without the other, not as beneficial, but having the contrasting benefits, there's been ridiculous research coming out now recent. And you can go onto our website because we do just share all those videos mm -hmm. and um, allow you to do that in your own time. And then we kind of explain it to you when you come to us that that's kind of part of the experience. Like you'll always leave with some sort of knowledge, um, use, useful hints and tips. And you can ask there on the spot, like, and all the guys are trained, like it's all processed. And <coughs> excuse me. That's gone in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Get your coffee. Um, I know it's just, it's fascinating to, to hear it all. Cause I do know, you know, um, I have done that hot and cold um actually with salt which is where i've seen your um your mats yeah. um and i um i've done the the cold plunge followed by the sauna and it's just like it's at the time you're kind of going oh why am i doing this but then it's like afterwards i'm like oh and i actually it's funny when i'm in the cold plunge i'm always like okay okay just count down the time just relax and breathe and take it easy and then before you know it you're inside that hot sauna and then i go into the hot sauna and i'm like oh this is so nice and then it's like okay back into the cold now and i'm like all right as soon as you get into the cold so the sooner you're in there and the longer you stay the quicker you can get back into sauna so it is like it's kind of it is a, a yeah. bit of a, a i find like obviously it's a kind of mental battle more than anything else and then it's afterwards you kind of come out and you're just like 
oh yeah I feel great <laughs> ah, yeah the triggering of all like, everything you're doing from the hot cold as well even the different mindset switches you're going into where you are just like being present breathing through it getting through this tough hard nature environment of the cold and then when you're in the when you're in the heat it's lovely at the start but then it's like okay let's see if you can go for 15 minutes here and they're just like oh my god like i can't think of anything else except for trying to breathe and get through this and like the benefits of that especially in the world that we live in these days like you just are constantly distracted you're constantly when that focus is just on you it's very rare that you find these environments anymore so like very unique to kind of just be able to focus and being able to just go okay megan you are doing this. You're getting through this. You're going to do your two minutes, whatever your goal is as well. Everybody's different goals, but, um, and there's no set like thing either. Like there's no rule that you have to be in the cold for five minutes or, and then go into the sauna for 15 or else like, uh, and we're just trying to, I suppose, promote that as much as possible and just build it slowly. The more you do it, the better you get it. It's like training. It's like yeah. anything. It's like a muscle. The more you adapt it, the better you get and the more benefits you reap from it. I think it's absolutely incredible. Now we've we've touched on on grey stones, but something that I have to ask you about is somewhere you've lived, somewhere I'm from, and uh, the next Fod Seal sauna location. So we've happily announced there yesterday uh, that we are heading out to Salt Hill, um, just down by the old driving range there. So it's an amazing spot there that's coming. It's uh, kind of an outdoor wellness facility that's being developed there at the moment. Uh, so we're there with. We're collaborating with quite a few brilliant businesses there as well. Uh, like Yoga Mara are the two girls that we work with quite closely there as well. Um, there's also going to be a coffee cart there on the weekends, Barista Bus. Uh, so it's amazing just to straight away kind of create the full day activity. That's always been the idea. So you can run, cycle, swim, and then come to this destination and come to recover and relax and then replenish afterwards with your coffees, your treats, and your rewards. So... It's just about promoting balance. I love it because so, it's funny. Anne Marie, who was the very first guest on this podcast, um, she uh, works with essential oils and bioenergy healing. Yeah. The reason I know that location is because she actually goes there. She goes to, I think, um, classes in that location. Because when I first saw it, I was like, where is this? I was like, this looks really yeah. cool. And while the well being, they're an amazing uh, kind of hit class that also use that facility as well. There's yeah. a few facilitators there, so I just can't wait to get down there and work alongside with them. And it's such a buzz down in Galway, as you know, especially during the summer. There's no place mm-hmm. better to be. So we just can't wait. Just can't wait to get down there. Yeah, and I think as well, it's one thing that I've definitely noticed with not just with with the last few years we've had, and with I guess even myself with this podcast is kind of how everyone's really you know realizing and wanting to kind of focus on their own health and wellness now and really put our own health benefits first and that's what I think is what's coming out of all this especially with the lockdowns we realize how much we need to be outdoors but also like looking after ourselves 100% and it's about trying to amplify that now and making sure it's not a fad and making sure that it's a, a lifestyle habit and like you know that doesn't mean that it has to be difficult or it has to be like you need to be healthy like as long as it's fun and you do it with a group it's so much easier to commit to something then and you know the people around you are like-minded and there's coffees there or there's treats there that can entice anyone and that's the idea like trying to make sure that people don't feel nervous about uh you know it's like a gym for an example is a very daunting environment some people like as in we're trying to make sure that people feel comfortable in the uncomfortable and trying Mm -hmm. to make them feel like that 
they're with nobody but like-minded others and it's about reaping the benefits of the actual activity and just eliminate everything else and just see how you feel afterwards it's funny you said earlier like how people have conversations like that in saunas and like i'm thinking back you know the amount of times i've been in a sauna and like an absolute complete stranger sitting beside me and as you mentioned i'm in a bikini and they're in like speedos or budgies or something or you know like that and you're kind of sitting there side <laughs> yeah. by side and then suddenly you're right you just end up having this incredible conversation and you're kind of going this is the most unusual area like location ever and here we are we're having this like incredible chat and then like they leave and you're like i didn't even get their first name <laughs> it's, like, it's hilarious like it's so funny and like we're only kind of touching it now megan and like i suppose you know sauna has been very westernized to us like as in it's like five star escapism and like you know if you have the disposable income to experience something like we have so many people who've never been into a sauna before they've come to us kind of thing and we're trying to make it affordable accessible for everybody because everybody feel, deserves to feel five star and uh it's so funny that the sauna practices from other cultures and other countries are very more spiritually embedded like as in it's kind of a hush hush and relax but that's just not ever going to be in Ireland for a while anyway. <laughs> so we're going with, this is the new pub. Like I couldn't think of anything worse than sitting in a room, in a hot room, silence to somebody who nobody said anything. It's like, a, it's like an awkward elevator kind of moment. So I'm like, I will always try and break the silence by saying, Jesus, it's hot in here or something like that. Or like, it's a great bit of heat. Or like, do you, do you use this on often or whatever? Like, you know, take that hit and like break that, social kind of like ice and then god knows where the conversation can happen when you start feeling comfortable with each other it's hilarious it's like we've had groups coming in and never known each other before coming out bursting out laughing and waiting for each other getting in and out we've had so many first dates happen there now recently as well like it's such a cool thing to see that like it's just so health orientated and the new health conscious ireland coming through like i love the pub i'm not trying to eliminate the pub but like how good would it be to have both like I mean yeah. having a pub-like environment without the drink as well that sounds very attractive to a lot of people so like we're kind of going with it that way um to make it a socially interactive environment and socially engaging and uh community focused community building I think it's absolutely incredible I'm thinking here first dates Ireland next series Fodseal saunas there we go <laughs> we're on to something here <laughs> I mean you did mention the budgies and there's too many pairs of budgies out there these days now like so oh i love it steve crosby fodseal saunas of course fodseal saunas across social media and i i love watching your updates and i see there's so much going on between bar classes yoga classes swimming coffee galway opening which i'm really excited about uh, it's an absolute pleasure to chat to you and learn more about who you are and also about fodseal saunas and i think uh I, I dare i ask what's next i'd say there's so many plans in in the pipeline that i'll be following everything that you're putting up now on instagram and keeping up to date with it stop but look can't wait to get you down megan uh can't wait to officially meet you as well um but just thank you so much for having me on and like inspired by people like yourself and your platform as well it's it's not easy kind of being vulnerable and exposing yourself so like kudos to you for creating this and making me feel comfortable to do it like you know so uh delighted to get on finally actually chat to you Thanks so much, Steve. It's been absolutely wonderful. Thanks, Emil, Meg. Thank you for listening to Megan Meets with me, Megan Scully, in association with Salt Float and Recovery Suites. Get 20% off single therapies at Salt. Enter Meg Meets at the checkout or in store. Check out saltfloatrecovery.com for booking and for more information. 
And remember, hit subscribe and share the love with friends and family or those who you feel could benefit from the health and wellness topics and methods discussed.